Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, today, I've got a couple of fantastic malicious compliance stories for you, which I know you're going to love. In the first one, an unhappy worker who's given his life to a company finally gets told by his boss, if you don't like it, then just leave, which he does. Surprise, surprise. He just says, you know what? I'm done here. Let's go. Boss told me, if you don't like it, then leave. So I did. When I was younger, I worked as an engineer for a small company. The owner, who I'll call Jake, let me know before I started that I'd be doing about 10 hour days, six days a week for about six months, but that I would have to be flexible. Some days they wouldn't have work for me and other days I'd be expected to stay a few hours late. This didn't bother me too much as I wasn't too tight for money and I didn't mind staying behind a few extra hours occasionally. I got to work and was told to follow instructions from the owner's brother, Steve. He was an arrogant character who always thought he knew how to do everyone else's job better than them. We butted heads a few times, but nothing major. A few months in, I found a new job, starting in a week that paid better. Later on that day, I had another disagreement with Steve. The situation was petty, but it's his response that really confused me. It ended with him screaming in my face, If you don't do as I say, then you can freaking leave. So I packed my stuff and left. Steve was a little confused, thinking I'd just fall in line. He was too arrogant to apologize, and I had a job lined up. Side note for people not in the UK, I was working a zero-hour contract. This means I get an hourly wage, but I'm not afforded some labor rights like a set salary, minimum work hours, or notice for dismissal. This works both ways though, so I can leave the job whenever I want with no notice. I decided to call up Jake, since he'd always been chill, and told him what happened. He told me he needed me and I should just return to work. I told him unless he controlled Steve and made him apologize, there was no way I was coming back. He refused, so I told him I'll send in my final timesheets. Two weeks later and I've started my new job. I still haven't been paid for my final week, so I called Jake. He told me that since you didn't give notice for leaving, you owe me for lost product of work. He said if I didn't like it, I should sue him, and he recommended I should just take the loss and move on. This was complete BS. A couple months go by until I finally find time to file for small claims courts. A few days after sending him notice, Jake paid my money, including court fees and extra. He actually called me up, apologizing for the confusion. He wanted to know when I could return to work. Now, I'd heard from one of my ex-co-workers that because of the infrequent hours, people would leave as soon as they were told they wouldn't have work the next day. Others would leave when they realized how much of a jerk Steve was. They'd gone through about seven different workers in the time I was gone and struggled to keep anyone for more than a week. I told him I'd think about it. I managed to string him along for a few weeks before he eventually stopped calling me. The moral of the story is that if you think you're being treated unfairly, you shouldn't just put up with it. Your self-respect isn't worth compromising. Don't settle for being treated like rubbish, especially when you're willing to go above and beyond for them. 
OP, I totally get what you're saying. If you are in a bad position at your job, then of course, if you have something else better lined up, then that's a great thing to go and do and, and leave your job, of course. But for the majority of people, I think it's a little bit easier said than done because I don't know about you, but I doubt that the majority of people in work have another job just lined up, ready to go so that they can leave their first one. So although it's great for you to go and get a new job and, you know, have much better hours and get off that, you know, zero hours contracts and all that stuff, which is great. Um, I think for most people, it would be a little bit harder than that. But hey, you'd still did a great job, so props to you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now moving on to our second story. Keep bowling. The pro shop will fix it. Okay. I had forgotten about this until recently and thought I would share. I think it fits in here. It's not a huge thing, but it resulted in me getting something I wanted but couldn't afford and then winning money with it. When I was younger and through my early to mid adult years, I was an avid bowler. 200 plus average back when that actually meant you were good before the bowling ball technology boom, which comes into play here. And I worked at the local bowling center from the time I was 16 through to 21 or so. And then again, later on in my early twenties, working the back, pin setters, front of house, etc. So I knew how things operated, what could go wrong, etc. I was bowling at a different center one day. The first frame, after each shot, my ball came back with a small nick out of it. Nothing major, but yeah. So, I put that ball away and brought out an old ball that I never used but was in one of my bags. Next two or three shots, another nick each time. Fourth frame, it finally came back with a fairly large chunk taken out of it. Usually, that means there is a nail or a screw that has worked its way loose and the ball is catching on it or a piece of metal has broken near the ball lift and is cutting into it. I take the ball up to the counter and tell the manager and show him what had happened. Now, I was only four frames into the game and said I would move and he said no. They couldn't move me as they had a party coming in and no lanes were available. He said to just keep bowling and that the pro shop will repair the ball. I asked if he was sure... He said, yep, he'll go in and tell them to fix it and the center would pay for it. Most pro shops are individually owned and operated. The owner rents the space from the center. This was no exception. Now, having done simple pro shop work before, I know for a fact there is no way it can be fixed if I keep bowling with it and this keeps happening. One gouge can be repaired fairly easily as long as it's not in the track of the ball. The track is the contact point where your ball rolls down the lane, so anything in that line just can't be fixed and will throw off the ball as it rolls, since it can't be perfectly rounded back. Depending on the core of the ball and how you throw it, the track can be three to four inches wide as the ball flares going down the lane. But massive multiple gouges all over the place? Nope. So I keep bowling, two or three games, knowing that I am getting a new bowling ball out of this. Of course, the huge chunks keep coming out of the ball. I get finished and there probably isn't a two inch by two inch section of the ball that isn't damaged. I take the ball into the pro shop and the conversation goes like this. The pro shop guy says, 
What the heck happened to this bull? Did it get hung up in the pin setter or something? The lane I was on damaged it each time I threw it. The manager said that you would fix it. Well, why did you keep bowling? I can't fix this. Well, the manager told me to keep bowling, even after I showed him the first gouge. The pro shop guy then calls in the manager of the center. I know you said he was bringing in a damage ball, but did you tell him to keep bowling after you saw the damage? Yeah, we couldn't move him, so I told him to just bowl out his games and you would fix it, said the center manager. I can't fix this. You're going to have to replace his ball. The manager was shocked. What? Cue a bunch of arguing back and forth about why it can't be fixed. The ball I have they don't carry, etc. Fine, replace it with anything on the wall except for the Excalibur. The Excalibur was almost 50% more expensive than regular bowling balls. It was the first reactive resin ball on the market. Reactive resin is a compound that made the ball hook much, much more than a traditional urethane ball. It revolutionized the game and ruined it, according to some, since it allowed average or below average bowlers to suddenly improve drastically due to not having to be anywhere near as accurate and it took a lot of the skill from the game. But I digress. So I can pick any ball other than the Excalibur and you will pay for it. Drilling and all, I say. Yes, said the manager. Okay, thanks. And the manager leaves. Can I have store credit for that ball on the wall, but then apply it to the Excalibur and I'll pay the difference? Sure, we can do that. And the pro shop guy then proceeds to measure my hand and drills the ball. And I pay like 40 bucks for what was then between a $150 to $200 ball that I could not have afforded at the time. I bowled my second ever 300 game with it less than a month later and won two center tournaments with it and a bunch of high game pot money during league play. That ball paid for itself 10 times over in the first two months. Again, OP, a very well done to you for getting an insane deal out of that, but I just don't really get what the manager was ever thinking was going to happen there. I mean, he could see the gouges that were happening after just a few frames. It was like, you know what? I can't bother to sort all this admin out and, and have this person switch frames and ruin my big old party. Just destroy the ball. Was that ever a good idea? I don't really know. To be honest, reading this story just really makes me want to go bowling again because I've not been in so long and it's so good. That's the main takeaway from that. I mean, I'd rather not have my ball get broken, but hey, I wouldn't have my own ball. But um, yeah, the thing is like with this manager, your OP has taken his own balls right to bowl with. Otherwise, they wouldn't really care if it was, you know, getting gouged a little bit because it's the center's ball anyway. But it's his own ball. He's obviously going to care if it gets broken and he's going to want to get it fixed. Surely deal with it at the point that it's getting broken and not wait till it gets completely destroyed before fixing it. I don't know. That's just what I would do if I was manager of a bowling center. But hey. That's me. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you have enjoyed it. I haven't actually looked at r slash malicious compliance for a while now, but it is definitely up there for me in terms of some of my most favorite subreddits. If you do want more from that, immediately check out a playlist I've got of all my malicious compliance videos right there. And if you are new to the channel and haven't yet subscribed, hit the button for me and I'll love you forever. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 